Andrew. I'm Josh. And tonight we're going to talk about Zynga being acquired for way too much goddamn money. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of Halo, spoiler cast, uh, some other interesting news topics. Things uh, on apparently is existing in the world still. I don't know. Uh, before we do that, let's talk about some games. Andrew, I know you and I were kind of talking. I think I'm in the same boat as you. <clears throat> I'm really only playing like Halo Infinite, Destiny 2. Like, those are just like nighttime games. And then I played like an aspect of Power Persona 5 Strikers. Okay. And all I did in that hour was beat up people, beat up a bunch of weird looking things for like mm-hmm. all five minutes and then talk yep. and walk around for the next. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. Uh, it's interesting, but it's also very kind of like I don't know. I I just don't know if I'm into anime all that. Very weird. Is that what you're trying? To yes. Say? Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. It's very much anime, and it's like it's really cool, and it has some cool characters. And there's a yeah. cat that talks, and I like the cat. Yeah. But like, I don't. It's it also I haven't done anything, and I know that's Persona's thing. Is like there's not yeah. a lot of action, a lot of talking, and that's cool. Well, that's totally cool. But the action was actually pretty cool. I think when I played a couple hours of Striker, I told myself I cannot imagine anyone playing this game who hasn't played Persona 5 <laughs> because there but, is so much Persona 5 story stuff that I'm like, you would be so lost. Surprised that it came out on the Switch where Switch doesn't have Persona 5. Right, 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 right. Like, it's, I don't, this is like, oh, okay, I'm kind of lost, but like, it's interesting. Like I don't know, maybe I'll play more, I probably won't, but like that's the only other game I've really touched. And we were talking and there's like there's not much coming out and there's not much I really want to play. Like I could go back and yeah. start another ESO character if I wanted. I could go find some backlog mm-hmm. stuff, but like yeah. I don't know. I just I wanna play something new and for the horizon that's new, but I think that one of the biggest reasons we haven't seen Persona 5 on Switch is because I watched a Digital Foundry kind of analysis of Shin Megami Tensei 5 on Switch, and man, that game plays like dog ass. Um, It's probably probably one of the best-looking Switch games, but man, does it pay the price for that because the frame rate in action goes sometimes below 20. Yeah, Um, but that's a new game, and Persona 5 came out on PS3. So, like, it's a it's a game running on already old hardware, so it could I think it on Switch, and I do think we're gonna get it, um, because there's still a lot of announcements left, especially for here, um, with the Persona stuff, and there's a lot. If you look at their, they've only had like two, of I think twelve, and if you look at like the the their like uh board of announcements, and you look at the squares. Like, some of them have, like, Persona 4 stuff, Persona 5 stuff. We're going to get Persona 5 um, and 4 on Switch and Xbox. Um, okay. Maybe not Xbox. Maybe not. Um, I think we're definitely going to at least get it on Switch and PC, um, which will get me to go play it again. Because that's another thing I've been telling myself is I've been itching to play Persona 5 again. But I don't want to play it on PS4 again where I already have all the trophies and stuff. So I'd rather play it on a... A new platform. Um, okay. So, but yeah, I, th- I think I might take this time to maybe jump back in the Mass Effect Two, continue that. Um, That's good. Uh, 
I like like we were talking. Uh, the only new game I'm really looking at is like Legend or Pokemon Legends, Legends, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. But mm-hmm. I'm still yeah. I'm I'm 100 waiting until I see a review for it. Because if it's something we in the sixes, we haven't seen any gameplay from that since no. when they first announced it, and that's when everyone was like, "Man, the dog shit." And so they yeah, kind of went like, back. They kind of went underground and like they've just been working on it, and we haven't things since so. Yeah, so like if it gets into like the eights, maybe I'll pick it up. I'm like a seven or six. I'm yeah. not gonna waste my time. Hopefully, they've done a lot of optimizing with it. So that'd be nice. Uh, and yeah. also, I played like uh, 20 minutes of uh, Ocarina of Time because I got the uh, expansion pass for Switch online. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, I got the sword and shield, and I'm walking up to the second tree until Sarah's like, "Can I play my Switch?" And I was like, "Sure, whatever. Take my life." <laughs> nah, uh, yeah. maybe I'll play more of that. I don't know. You hand her the switch and she hands you a baby. <laughs> yeah, so long. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, I don't like how the uh, ah doesn't matter. Yeah. Screen size is kind of weird at times, but it takes some yeah. time to get used to. So. Yep. Uh, so, was there anything you've actually played that we should talk about, Andrew? Yeah. So I've actually yeah. started playing it. Uh, I've started playing a new Battle Royale game. And I don't know if you... I just heard of it a few days ago. I saw my friends playing it. And it is only on PC. But this game is called Super People. What? And it's actually the full title right now. It's a closed beta game. So it's Super People CBT. And the CBT stands for Closed Beta Test. But we've been saying it stands for Cock and Ball Torture. So... (laughs) Okay. okay. Um, so now we learned a little something about you today. Uh, but this game is. Imagine if PUBG and X had a baby. Uh, Keep talking. But 90% of its genes from PUBG. <laughs> okay. Uh, talking and that's, that's, that's a baby that needs some, uh, some special learning. Because yes. uh, Pub, PUBG is so bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, it's 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 fun, but awesome. I mean, it's fun, but I mean, the dog plays. I mean, the dog, the game plays like garbage. Ah, okay, bitch. so so have have we have either one of you guys played PUBG on a uh, on the new consoles yet? Uh, I have not. I know that they have okay. not, but they have not gotten next gen upgrades at all. So okay, I don't okay. know That's if they're actually running. Right okay. And my well, my okay. dog just did that thing that Edie used to do, Josh. Uh, but one of my uh things from the the little rubber things from the end of my headset or my my uh, earbuds i wear at night and just fucking oh uh, he got he got one of your jellies yeah what a, he got oh small. my god really what a jerk. um Sorry. he's never done that before i don't know why he just did it but he's oh, a freak um <laughs> okay so, so super so people it's, so super people so this is a third person uh, yes game? it's a third person game where you can go first person like in PUBG when you're aiming and I am dog shit at this game because uh, there is no controller support. You have to use keyboard mouse. Oh, okay. Are you not good at keyboard mouse? No, I never play with it, so I'm just bad at it. Um, I have played like 10 games today, and I am getting better. Um, I've messed with the settings. Um, I've changed some keybind. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely getting better. Uh, so pretty much there is a set amount of characters um i don't know how many there are but you uh collect 
like coins in this game, like gold coins. And not not like one at a time. You'll just see like a pile of gold and you collect it. And at the end this of the game, sounds like Mario. No, at the end of the game, you just have like stockpile gold, or whatever. And a lot of stuff you do in the game requires gold. So if someone if someone dies, you can defib- defibrillate them, but it costs a hundred gold. Um, there is a, a a point in the game where it's a care package specifically for your character, but to open that, you need to spend a hundred gold. No, um, what is this? Uh, and then it's resource at, collecting. At, no. <laughs> so at the beginning of the game, uh, it it just gives you a random character, and so you create your character. Um, make him look however you want. Uh, and at the beginning of the game, it gives you a random like, a random like preset of skills. Um, so there's like a a driver, a sniper, a teleporter, um, a sh- shotgunner. Yeah, it's basically like it'll give you a different class. And then okay. you can ran if you don't like that class, you can randomize it again for a hundred gold, five hundred gold, and pick a character you want. Uh, okay. I so you start out with two thousand gold, and now I okay. right now I have like thirty four hundred gold I think thirty four thirty five hundred gold. So I'm I'm earning more than a lot more than I'm spending, um, okay. and I don't think you can buy gold with, with real money. Um, at least uh, if you can, I haven't seen anything. They haven't been like, hey, if you want more gold, here buy it. <laughs> like I haven't seen anything like that. So. Um, I haven't seen any microtransaction. You because this is just a closed beta. You start out with all the clothes you can just equip. So I'm not sure if, if and when this ever comes out of the beta. Maybe they will start having microtransactions. I don't know. Okay. Um, there are pills you find on the ground. There's like a white pill, red pill, blue pill, gold pill, and they do different things. Like uh, the gold pill basically. Um, gives you upgrades to your your ultimate because every class has an ultimate um like the uh the sniper character's ultimate is every 10 like every shot he shoots with a sniper is like super and then once you shoot it it'll like recharge after 10 seconds um the teleporter's ultimate you can teleport somewhere within a given area um there's a like a swat guy I think his ultimate is like a he puts up a huge smoke around you. Um so it's good okay. if someone's sniping you and you're trying to get away. Um but this is all with imagine <laughs> the jankiness of PUBG is still there. Um so this game looks a lot better than PUBG and it runs better. So there's I haven't dropped, I haven't dealt with any uh uh like graphical glitches or anything like that, but the game still plays like PUBG. Okay. So, um, I'm having fun with it. It's I'm not anywhere as fun as I have with Apex. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know what else to really say about it. It's just one map. Um, it's it is a really big map, and uh. I don't know what the player size is because I've gone into matches with 41 players and I've gone into matches with like 87 players. So I don't know if, if 100 is the max. Um, but it just seems like because this game isn't so popular yet to where like a ton of people are playing it. 
um it's i mean some streamers are playing it so there's a lot of like i think it's getting more popular uh and um so so yeah some matches you go in there's not a whole lot of teams on other ones you there is um the circle closes really fast there's not a whole lot it doesn't give you a whole lot of time to loot it like full matches for PUBG could last a long time uh -huh. um but full matches on this i feel like i'm in we're in and out in like 10 minutes okay that's you know what that's not awful i don't yeah. know that um but yeah, it's 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 fun so far. Uh, I'm only gonna play it when my friends are playing it. <laughs> that's okay, definitely not that's something I, I would ever boot up by myself. But cool. But yeah, cool. maybe I'm check not... out some YouTube videos on it and and see oh, like, wow. oh yeah, this is this is PUBG with with ultimates. <laughs> like... <laughs> okay, that's interesting. I'm glad that there's yeah. a newish. Um, you know, I'm glad there's some battle royales come out. Uh, yeah, I and still the, battle uh, game. the developers have said that they right now they don't have any plans to bring it to console. Um, which means they probably don't have any plans to add controller support to it. So, okay. Um, so I'll say, I'll, I'll say one thing, and then Josh and guys. Um, uh, so you said this game is in uh, beta. It's in uh, early access. Uh, yeah, doesn't cost Steam. any money. Okay. Uh, no money. Okay. Uh, you just have to. It tells you like, hey, you need to request beta access, but as you request this, it says like access granted. Um, okay. So it seems like. It's it says it's it's a closed beta test, but it seems like it's open as long as you just request um access. Okay. Uh, I don't know if okay. there is a if there's a number that they would hit where they go, okay, now we have to actually cap it. Um, okay. but I haven't hit that okay. yet. Uh, Josh, yeah. So why do they call it super people? Because you're. Can you jump high at all, or is it? No, but some of these people have like powers, like okay. Um. The driver can just spawn a, a, a car out of nowhere. Okay. Um, the the teleporter can, like, obviously teleport. Um, and then I, I like the other life lesson of, hey, kids, if you find random colored pills on the ground, eat them because you'll get superpowers. Yeah. Uh, one thing I like about it is if you un – unfortunately, there are hackers in the game. It's on, it's on what? PC. What? On PC? No. Game. Yeah. What? No. Uh, but one thing I like about it is when uh, it's easy to report them when you see it. And when you report them, if they get banned, it tells you that that, that person got banned. Um, and when you play the game, you have to, when you first sign up, you have to enter your telephone number. And then once you, uh, you, you did a whole thing of like, would you like to receive by text message, promotion, whatever. I obviously chose no. But if when you get banned, your telephone number gets banned, and so if you want to make, you have to enter in another telephone number. Oh man, good thing and, I got these forty burners but, right here. But the thing is, it sends that you for with a code that you have to put in. So it's not like you can just put a random phone number and you're fine. Um. So I mean, it's it's an interesting around it. So. Wonder if Call of Duty could uh, try to implement something like that in the future for PC. Maybe I mean a, a much bigger. I'm not sure if they could do that or not. But... Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much all I've been playing. I I did beat Halo. Uh, still playing some Apex, but other than that, nothing else. Um, Josh, what, what are you 
So I'm pretty much just still uh, chipping away at uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm on chapter 13, and I believe Andrew said there's 16 chapters, so I'm pretty close yes. to the end. Um, I'm really liking, you know, this, where, how this story has gone. Um, a certain major spoiler may have been spoiled last week, which uh, uh, really kind of, um, let's just say Gamora was Andrew's favorite character, but she's certainly not mine because I didn't have the emotional resonance Andrew had. <laughs> um, but, but I will did say... You, I. Did you- Play the game yet? Yeah, I'm past okay. that point. Um, I I will say that Drax is definitely um, my favorite squad mate in the game. Um, I think uh, so. Alex, pretty much uh, w- without spoiling too much, there's an enemy in the game that gives the promise that uh, that that it can bring dead people back to life. Um, but obviously, obviously we all know. That dead people can't be brought to life, back to life. Wait, even, is it, is even. It no. Okay. So that, so that, uh, he Adam Warlock, uh, may or may not be a character in the game, but this is not, uh, this. Not one the, I, I know, I know, I know for a fact. Uh, anyway, there's about okay, so there's, sorry. uh, certain people, especially you know, uh, with with Drax. I mean, we've you know, we've all seen Guardians of the Galaxy. We know Drax's family was killed. Um, so. Seeing uh, things that have to deal with that subject matter is definitely, uh, uh, you know, a little, little, uh, little emotional at times. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think they did really, you know, really good with Drax's character, and I, I can't wait to beat the game. Uh, and I mean, number one, just I want to beat the game. I want to see an ending, but also number two, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm ready to move on to someone else. Um, I was actually looking at that game to buy this weekend, and then when I went back in the PlayStation store, it was off of its sale. I was like, oh, oh god damn it! Yeah, I was like, fuck it. You should like a day. Yeah, but even but, on uh, even on a PlayStation, only ever got down to like forty bucks. So yeah, which you is fine. Find like, it oh, physically okay. for cheaper. I I only have the digital uh, console. Oh, you is... you had to. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know. I thought you got the physical one. Okay. Oh, no, 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 I was. No. Uh, I was. I was going to offer to let you uh, borrow my game, Alex. But no, no, no I, I, I would have. He's still borrow and look at it. But <laughs> oh, I can't thank you, God. I'm so happy you can let me do that. Um, yep. Uh, that's that's dope. I'm going to still keep you know going to still keep my eyes on. Uh, hopefully finding yeah. a yeah that's... because that game just looks so cool. Yeah, and that game will definitely it'll it'll have some more sales. Oh, yeah. for sure, for sure. It's so... yeah, it looks super cool. I. I'm seeing more and more love for it as the time goes on. So, awesome. Uh, okay, Andrew, I tasked you with finding the uh, stories for this evening, and why don't we talk about the big acronym? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll uh, was acronym there anything else that you played? I don't. Oh yeah, I thought you said that's all you played. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm I'm talking to you, Alex. Was there anything? Because I don't really remember you going. I went first year. I talked about Did Halo you... and oh, Destiny, okay. and then yeah, and then I played Persona Five as uh, Striker. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's but you know what? I uh... oh, one thing. I I played one round. Nope, I already talked about that. Uh, no, that's it. I have not played much. That's that's it. Okay. Uh, well, uh, morning. We woke up to some pretty big news. It was an acquisition, and it was not Microsoft buying someone. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, this was Take Two Interactive. Uh, buying uh, Zynga, which is 
global developer of a bunch of games. Um, this was the company that Don Magic was the uh, was he like the president or something for a while. Man, uh, Don Don's like, man, I lost out on a fuck ton of money. Yeah, I mean, Don left it a little while ago. Um, All right, so I'm gonna give you guys a little um, thing before we go. On. Their best known game is Farmville, and it reached 10 million active daily users within six weeks of launch in 2009. Yeah, I mean that that obviously that's a long time ago. That um, is a massive. Uh, but currently, uh, Zynga has more than 183 million monthly active users playing uh, their breadth of uh, mobile games. Um, Isn't that insane? Yeah, I mean that that's a lot of players. Um, uh, Nikki bought them for 12.7 billion dollars, which is weird because I this isn't something I thought that you would have been able to afford. Okay. Um, because Take Two is not. A, a platform holder like Microsoft or, or Sony, um, they're, they're a, a publisher. Um, but obviously, they maybe <laughs> maybe those that GTA Online bucks brings in more money than we thought. Um, yeah, can can you can you imagine if people are rockstar going, wow, that's where our that's where our profits have gone to. They they bought Zenga. Yeah, it's it's wild. Like uh, they've had like fun fill and. It's basically these gotcha games like Spin It Rich and What's the Phrase and Wizard of Oz. Well, you, you, know, you know what's going on with Take Two? They spent all this money and some guys like, guys, don't worry. We're going to make all this back in NFTs. We're fine. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's exactly what it is. So uh, the company said Zynga's expertise uh, will help it drive its free-to-play and cross-platform ambitions and help bring Take Two slash PC properties to mobile and add new game modes. Uh, following the acquisition, Frank Gibbo uh, will continue to serve as chairman and CEO of Zynga. The management team of Take-Two will lead the combined company. Uh, Zynga will oversee Take-Two's mobile efforts going forward, including, including the T2 mobile games, which will operate under the Zynga brand as its own label within the company. Um, Take-Two's existing mobile offerings include Dragon... Monster Legends, Top 11, Two Dots, and WWE Supercard. I've never heard of any of those games before. No, <laughs> but that's, I've, 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 those, so. I've heard of that WWE Supercard only investments on like uh, wrestling programs for it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, the Zanga deal represents the biggest acquisitions acquisition ever in the games industry. It clips Investment in Supercell, which is 8.6 billion, and Microsoft's buyout of Bethesda, 1.1 billion. Um, Take Two will acquire all the outstanding shares of Zynga in a cash action valued at 9.8 uh, dollars per Zynga share, with a total enterprise value of approximately 12.7 billion dollars. Um, it's an amount of money. That's yeah. It's it's more than what the Disney paid for Star Wars. It's more than what. It, it is it is it is more than what Microsoft and bought Bethesda and Disney bought Star Wars for combined. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's like eight and four, right? Or like something like that. Because uh um, so, Be- uh, Bethesda wasn't it uh was it eight billion or was it a little under eight? Uh, it eventually added up to eight point one billion dollars. 
Yeah, and yeah. then so Star Wars was four billion, so that's twelve point one billion. Yeah. So yeah, God, it's... that's insane. Yep, and then I mean Microsoft bought uh, uh, uh Minecraft developer uh, Mojang for uh two billion. So that's so that's, that's so crazy. That's so crazy. Uh, cool. They're just gonna make a lot more money. Good for them. <laughs> like that's all I can really say. Like I've never, yeah. like you said, we've never played these games, but people I'm sure have because these are games that I'm sure you see on a lot of people's like cell phones and like. Yeah, I mean, are these games you can call idle games? I don't really understand that concept because I don't play like mobile games, like something you just like do to pass the time, right? I mean, I mean these probably a lot of them do uh, represent yeah. that. I mean, if you look at 183 million monthly users, I mean that is yeah. an insane amount of of users. I mean that's um, that's half that's half that's uh, around half the United States population, maybe a little uh, bit more. Yeah. Yep. This, uh, our, this is worldwide, I assume, not just. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just putting it in scope. Yeah, but yeah, that's a, it's a crazy number. Uh, moving on here to other, I guess, uh, industry news here. Um, E3 has been canceled for the third year in a row. We hardly knew. Yeah, this is. I don't think this is too surprising. Especially, I mean, with, it, uh, it's it wasn't it crazy when when you found out E three uh, grew up ga- uh, Gamescom, so it got canceled. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's with uh, with Omicron surging across the U S. Um, this uh, this point of year is when um, companies usually start talking with uh, the ESA to start setting up uh, plans and stuff. And like oh, even and if developers and yeah and even if the, the pandemic was to take a better turn again um and say like june they're like oh everything is good again with make plans when the pandemic is bad like it's it wouldn't have made sense so they they yeah, had they, to they, cancel there, it. there's so much more that's involved in more than just saying hey yeah over. You know, so like that's just there is no word on a uh a digital um, some people are saying that the ESA might put one on. Other people are saying that it doesn't look like they're going to. Um, who knows? Well, we'll see. I don't even necessarily think. I thought the E3 show, whatever you want to call it, they put on last year was bad. It it wasn't good. That was the one that Miller hosted. Um, yep. and it it wasn't his fault. It was bad. It was just really disjointed have a whole lot of good announcements there because a bunch of people flocked to uh, Jeff Keighley's um, Summer Games Fest, which I'm sure that he will put on again this year. Um, so yeah, I think uh, Keighley's kind of becoming like the the de facto go-to uh, for a lot of these publishers. And then you have like, obviously Sony be part of this in the first place, so they'll have their own thing, Nintendo will have their own thing. And exactly. I mean, they own their, their yeah. theater, so things will just. I'll, I'll, I'll just say this because there's not much, really much to say, but um, uh, growing up as a kid, I really wanted to go to E3 and I really wanted to go to one of these video game conventions because it's just, you know, it's just a cool thing to go do. And uh, kind of sucks as more and more as the future goes on and all the bullshit we keep dealing with that we're going to see maybe less and less of this. Yeah. We might see, you know, smaller places do something, but. I don't know. I, I hope I hope one day we get something similar to this that's replaced by something. I don't know. Maybe Jeff Keighley does it or whatever. 
because I still think it would be really cool to have a, a video game convention that's very much in the style of this. Just because, I don't know, like just going there and seeing all like the big links from all the games yeah. you've been playing all your life, just seeing all the cool stuff, it just seems like a fun event. But uh, yeah, I'm sure um, a lot of industry people are, uh, I'm sure a bunch of industry people are kind of relieved because. It seems like the more and more I listen to podcasts over the years, the more people just tell the horror stories of Jesus Christ just doing all this and stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know. I had to guess. My gut is telling me that easier is done. I um, mean, I think so too. Like, you can't, I don't think they can recover. Yeah. Someone had sent a meme of, uh, I think that when you recover from this. But... And you have these publishers uh, realizing and doing their own events uh, with, with great success. Why would they ever go back to the ESA and hand them hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars or even millions of dollars to, to have right. these events? And I'm you were saying you, you kind of hope something comes up out of the action event, and I just don't think it will because it seems like these publishers are more uh happy with like saying, like, okay, this week of June, Microsoft is going, then in two weeks, uh, EA will do their thing, then in two weeks after that. Ubisoft will go because they all kind of seem like they want they want to have like a, a period of time to themselves that they can get their own announcements out there. So I don't think we're gonna again like one big convention to where like everyone attends it. Yeah, yeah, and I I think it sucks because you know I really do think that the game industry we need that Super Bowl event, we need that World Series event, and we need some kind of event to where all these publishers and developers come together in in the United States because that's honestly we are when it comes to video gaming we are the biggest market in the world and i like i said i really think we need we need that big event for uh developer publishers and fans to come together i would ask you, you know, who needs it I, I I would I would say that, and I, I know obviously companies aren't going to look at it like, like this, but I would say regardless of what it costs, like I feel like the industry needs it because it's something to come together and it's just something to make news. Like honestly, you you know during E3 you would even see normal news outlets reporting on uh, game announcements, you know, and it's I I feel like I just feel like it it helps it helps give. Uh, get more eyes on the game industry and not, you know, not just gamer Yeah, eyes. but I, I think that, like, I think the problem is uh, back in the day when Microsoft would go, like, say, like, on a Monday before they did Sunday. So, Microsoft would go in the morning and say they announced, like, hey, here's our new, here's Fable 2, here's Fable 3, whatever. Sony would go that night. They announced, suddenly, no one fucking remembers Fable anymore. No one. It's it's done. It's news. So I think that that's what these publishers are realizing. Like, why would we go on the same day or even the same week as someone else? Because as soon as we announce something, they're gonna announce something, and they're gonna take story on the on on IGN. We want our story to be the top story on IGN for like a month. We don't want it to be the top story for eight hours. And uh, the only people I think this hurt is I think it hurts indie developers. Uh, like small yeah. ones, because uh, E3 was a place that they would go to and they would make connections and they'd like talk to people and that's how they like the names out in the industry. So I think that's really the only people that this hurts. I actually think this is good for fans because as a fan, 
now we get a these uh a a bunch of these other events spread out across spring summer and fall to where as a person who has a podcast it gives us a shit ton of stuff to talk about instead of just having everything condensed in the a one week or two week period we get to talk about stuff year round so i like yeah, that I, personally I, I i think i do like that too yeah um, but I mean, I I feel like there's so much that went on behind the scenes of E3 that that we'll never know about because we're not really in the industry. But I mean, I've heard so many so many people say E3 was was about networking. It was about getting the industry coming together and people talking and making things happen behind the scenes. And losing that could be very detrimental in the game industry. It, it could be. I I think that once um once uh events start happening again and like i think you're still gonna have that with like uh the game awards jeff Keeley's other thing the summer games fest uh gamescom um i i just think that e3 was pandemic e3 was dying like all these people are pulling out of it so i i honestly think that this is a a blessing for the ESA because now they can just slowly die and and go away and blame the pandemic. They don't have to come out and like actually tell the truth and say, "Well, no one liked us anymore." Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it's it's sad. I some of my favorite gaming memories are just like being young and getting together. Like Remember that dude from Xbox? You just get like weird tattoos. Like you get the Halo Two tattoo, and I think you get like yeah. GTA. Yeah, Peter Moore. Yeah. He got. I think he got yeah. the GTA Four as well. Like, yeah, yeah. He get a. <laughs> no. get a, a GTA Halo One. So so f- fun. You know, funny story about Peter Moore. So he swears that those tattoos were actual tattoos, but oh, he will, but but he will not show people them on his arm. Yeah, because so. they're they're old now, and he's gotten older, so they probably look like. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so real quick before Sorry. before we move on, what you guys what you guys got take? You think uh, you guys think E three is done? Oh, I yeah. I said before, yeah, I, I my, so my gut's yep. telling me absolutely. That uh, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go in against the grain here. I'm gonna say E three will be back in 2023. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, next up here on the docket, uh, Ubisoft announces that uh, the Ubisoft Plus subscription is coming to Xbox. And this was kind of confusing because they announced this at the same time as they announced that uh, Rainbow Six Extraction is coming to day and date to Game Pass. So everyone assumed that, well, when Ubisoft Plus launches, it will be a on Game Pass like EA Play is. But Ubisoft said, no, 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 no. When this launches, it will be a separate subscription service. Um, they did not give a date, and they did not give really any other details if it will be identical to the uh, the PC version or not. But well, what do you guys think? Um, I think it's stupid that they're not just putting it on the actual Game Pass. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. I don't understand what the point is. Uh, I think well, you have a lot more... I mean, I, I understand the point. I get it. It's, you know, money. But uh, yeah. I think they would do much better if they would just put it on well, the next level. Well, but so Ubisoft Plus, um, I think they're it is not the same as EA Play. Um, because EA has two separate subscription services. Uh, EA has Ubis uh, or sorry, EA has EA Play, and I think they have like EA. Uh, 
so so they have they have the uh the origin access or something yeah. to where you, i yep. think it's 180 dollars a year no and um uh it's 15 maybe thinking about month. something else it's well yeah 50, which is which is which yeah. is 180 dollars a year um and then yeah. so you and then so any um you get access to to all their new games yes when when they come out yeah so if ubisoft plus is this it will be 15 dollars a month and so you don't whenever their new games come out you don't have to buy their games anymore so like when a new assassin's creed comes out when a new comes out the prince of persia uh sands of time remake um anything when it comes out if you if you're subscribed you just download and play you don't have to buy the game and it's Fifteen dollars a month, and you also get access to to their old library of all their games. Um, now, EA hasn't put this on consoles because consoles have not let them do it. <laughs> because obviously, Sony Sony is not going to be like, no, we're not going to let you pay fifteen dollars a month and just get to play all these new games for that. We want you to buy the games. And so I don't know if this is going to be a, a pared-down version like EA Play on Xbox or if it's actually going to be Ubisoft Plus. It's, it uh, remains to be seen. That, does that change your, your uh, opinion at all, Alex? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I, I want it. I, I wish it was included in Game Pass. I want more things. Yeah. Game Pass is great. Uh, I, 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 you know, I'm not subscribed to anything like this to any other company besides Game Pass. It's like, ah. I don't see the benefit because I don't. I don't like yeah, I'm games all, enough. So not, like, you know um, the only thing I see with this is a lot of people game it online. So like when a new um, Far Cry, whatever, a a new single player game comes out for Ubisoft, they'll just <clears throat> they'll just go on PC and they'll just get a month of it, fifteen bucks, download a game, play it, beat oh, it. Oh yeah, done. no, that sounds awesome. Like that's that's the only yeah. way that I would use it because that makes sense. But like, exactly. Um, I obviously Ubisoft is is they Ubisoft wants people to just subscribe to this and forget it. They want to milk eight hundred and eighty dollars a year off of people. Um, but that is not me. I use like for me, I would have I would have paid fifteen dollars to try out Riders Republic for a month. Yeah, like I'll, I'll totally do that. Like, Although, maybe, however, the, I think well, it depends on how Ubisoft goes. Yes. I'm gonna say Ubisoft games though routinely like Riders Republic at GameStop like a week ago was twenty dollars. <laughs> so and that game just came out in November. So, hey, what's that you had there, Sarah? Is that my switch? And she hit me. Yep, yep. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm wondering for for this on uh, on Xbox, what games are going to be included in like because you know you get access to new games, but there's also a games catalog you get access to. And I'm looking at I'm looking at the catalog right now on Ubisoft's website, and. A lot of these games are not on Xbox. They're PC like, only titles. Uh, what would they be? Like what? Um, so so uh, there's a bunch of older legacy games from like you know the the nineties, like from the late nineties, early aughts that are just Which not are... on Xbox. Like for example, really old Rainbow Six games. Um, oh, like okay. some brothers, some brothers in arms games. Uh, some really old Rayman stuff. Um, I mean, I, I would say to me, what this sounds like is they'll Xbox or Microsoft will be like any game that we have that's backwards compatible from 360 stuff made, all 
Ubisoft games that came out on the Xbox One generation, Ubisoft game will be on this. Um, they, uh, That's what I was saying. In an uh, in original Xbox game called Cold Fear. Uh, shout out to Cold Fear. Um, but that, okay. that was never back from the Uh, uh all so all of the uh, Splinter Cell games on there? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, all, all like the older Prince of Persia games. Um, oh, okay. Wow, but, but again, again, these aren't, you know, these aren't backwards compatible um, from original Xbox, so they're not going to be on, on Xbox Series X. Oh, um, maybe, maybe. And, yeah. you know, they got like, there, there's a PC franchise called, um, called Anno 1800. Um, and they might actually have different years. Yeah, there's like Anno 1404. Yeah, those are uh, uh, real-time strategy games. Yeah, and so those... To, you know, uh, um, Civilization, I think. Or something yeah, like so those aren't those aren't on Xbox, so they're not... So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of stuff that looks like uh, it'll be on Xbox, but a lot of stuff that will definitely not be on Xbox. So I'm wondering if, like... I'm wondering if you pay an Xbox, you also get access to the PC version. That'd be nice. Yeah. I, I feel like you should. Because, you know, otherwise you're paying the same amount for half the content. Yeah, but wouldn't people on PC who don't have an Xbox pissed off then? But be like, well, you know, now I'm paying $50, but I don't get access. I don't have an Xbox, so. Well, yeah, but I mean, you could say the same thing. I'm paying $15 Xbox and I don't have a PC. Yeah. That's true. Um. Yeah, we'll see. I expect this will come um, sometime, maybe around summertime. Uh, I don't think it'll. They'll. I don't think announce this to wait ten months to launch it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Months, three, four months. Uh, our next block of stories is uh, this is the the Sony stories, um, and then after that we will head into uh, our Halo talk. Uh, this one's weird because this game hasn't actually been officially announced, but uh, sources are saying that Sony is switching the of the new Twisted Metal game. They're taking away from um, Lucid Games, who made Destruction All-Stars, uh, and they're giving it to... An, um, an, un- an unannounced first-party developer. Okay. They haven't... It, okay. It, it's not... It, it didn't say who it is. Yeah. Uh, I think that this is <laughs> this is actually good news if anyone's a fan, because um, Destruction All Stars was not good. It, it makes me think that whatever is whatever state that the Twisted Metal game was in, I don't know how you know who who knows how far in development they were, but it probably wasn't amounting to very much. And so Sony was like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're not impressed. We're gonna pull a plug in this and take and put it someone yeah. else." And it's also possible that with the the bad reception to, to get like a bunch of people leave their studio for you know other studios. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't really think there's much else to talk about this story. Um, I'm not interesting. So I'm not really looking forward to the new twist of metal metal so much because I'm I'm I question. Uh, how well it was a metal will do in, in, in our current, in the way the current, uh, the industry, the industry is currently, I mean, it's not, they're really going to have to do a lot of like game to tailor it to, you know, work in modern times because back, you know, you you just don't really see car combat games anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Staying with Sony here. Um, the, uh, 
Days Gone developer, uh, Sony Bend, Bend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bend Studios, says that uh, after their Days Gone 2 pitch was rejected, they then open world resistance game that was rejected, and then they pitched a new reboot of Siphon Filter, and Sony rejected that. <laughs> so, uh, Bend not getting their way um i'm not sure what they're working on now it is whatever it is is unannounced um they were reportedly working on uh which one were they working they were supposed to be working on the the, the remake of last of us right yes, yep, yep. yeah and, and then that got given to naughty dog it's been reported and all all allegedly of course because that has not been announced yeah, yep um it, it sounds like sounds to me like sony really bend them over their knee and give him a good, good spanking. Oh, good lord, that's fun. Um, yeah, I mean, it this sucks. Is like I would have loved to see an open world resistance game. I would have, yeah. I would even been, you know, excited to see a a new, you know, Siren Builder reboot. See what they can do. I that. I would have loved to have seen a sequel to Days Gone as well. Uh, especially, uh, I'm sure it's a new story that. The former head of Ben said that Days Gone sold more than Ghost of Tsushima, but Ghost of Tsushima is being treated like the golden child. Yeah, um, it, it's weird, uh, but hopefully, uh, whatever Sony Ben. Is, so uh, what? So you know, let, let me I'm not to get too conspiratorial here, but do you think it has anything to do with? the Ghost of Tsushima protagonist being of Asian descent and the protagonist of Days Gone being, you know, a white male? No, I absolutely everything to do with Ghost of Tsushima when it came out, it came out to a, a ton of critical acclaim. Everyone fucking loved it. When Days Gone came what? out, everyone fucking hated it. And that was Sony's fault um, with the review code and stuff. They well, yeah, out. and... And I, I, I'm just saying, I feel like there's a lot of people in the game industry who didn't give the game a fair shake because one, one of the biggest criticisms of the game was that it was a boring white male as a protagonist. You, you can say that, dude. That's revisionist history. Like when the game came out, it ran like shit. Yeah. That, it did. That's the review code that people were given. The framework was awful. The, the a lot of mechanics were there. They, the day one patch uh, fixed a lot of that, but the reviewers didn't have access to that. So I do yeah, not and, the reviewers for what they reviewed it like. Oh well, yeah, and it does make me wonder if like Ben had, if they were told like, hey, you need to get your your uh, um, your review patch out there, and they're late getting it out, and Sony was like, well, we're not waiting, we're just giving, we're giving the press what, what we got. Oh uh, yeah, it's possible. Um, yeah, I just hope that you know whatever their next game is. Hopefully, it's successful. Uh, hopefully, we don't have to wait too long because they really. What was it? Uh, no, but I'm talking about the game before. On was the Uncharted game on Vita, and that came out in like what 2012. It 2011. It was the launch game for the Vita. Yeah, but the Vita launched in 2012. Uh. Thought it, thought it launched. Maybe I'm off. Um, and so uh, then when their game launched, it took seven years for them to game out. So let's they announced that, it in 2013. 
Yeah. So, so the Vita launched in Japan in December 2011, and, and uh, Uncharted Golden Abyss was a launch title in Japan in December uh-huh. of, 12, okay. of 2011. Okay. Um, but it launched here in the States in 2012, though. Yeah. Uh, yes. And I don't like, are we going to have to wait till 2026 for Ben's next game? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, for me, it, it sucks because. I I I really enjoyed Days Gone for what I put into it. I put like I put like almost thirty hours into it. I didn't beat it, and I would love to go back and finish it someday. But I played it after after it got really you know after it got a bunch of patches. I played it on PS on PS Five, and it it played it played really good at a solid sixty frames per second. Yeah, and like man, I. From what I played, I in in many respects, I find it more enjoyable than Ghost of Tsushima. Of Tsushima. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can see it. Yeah. So I wish back in their future endeavors. Uh, speaking of <laughs> the game that they were making that was taken away from them, um, sources are saying that the Last of Us PS5 remake is nearly finished, release in late 2022. Um, this is still. Uh, baffling to me that they're even remaking this game. I don't think that this is uh, I think that this is as close to confirmed as you can possibly get because with all the rumors on this, there's no this is not happening. Oh yeah, it's happening. They're probably yeah. going to release it before or alongside or after their uh, HBO Max TV show. Yeah. So, makes sense. so here's here's what I'm wondering. Okay, So this is this is pretty much being called it's a remake. Correct? correct not a remaster yes remake. so do you think it's possible that they put likenesses of of the uh, no. um the no. guy and no uh, i do not think it's possible the girl from the tv show into, no. the, into the remake no like the the game is going to stay separate from the show like they said that and not with this remake, but they've they've said that the show is going to even with some aspects of the story. Uh, obviously, they have to make up new stuff for the show. Um, no, I do not think it's possible, and I fully expect Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson to reprise their roles of Joel and Ellie. So. Yeah, I I actually, while I definitely don't, I I I think it's very unlikely that that the likenesses are defaulted. I do find it likely that there's like an unlockable skin or or DLC like skin they put in the game that make the characters. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I yeah. can see that. Uh, uh, what um who who's the who's playing Joel? Um Pedro Pascal. Uh, yeah. And then I I don't I don't remember the name of who's playing Ellie. I don't remember her name. Um that would be not Florence Pugh. Uh she played in a uh uh game of yeah, I don't remember her name either. Yeah, yeah, but I'll find them. Yeah. <clears throat> I I just think uh, that like Bella Ramsey. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um first game still holds up like surprisingly well. And to me I think this is crazy that they're going to go back and can you guys think of any game? Because if this game comes out this year, it will be nine years since the first one came out. Can you guys think of any game that was really in less than 10. Um, Any game in the last decade that has already been remade. 
Um, I can't. <laughs> oh, uh, wouldn't uh, Demon Souls wouldn't that be one, or would they? Uh, Demon, no, Demon Souls was before that. Demon Souls was like they... 2006. What? No, Demon Souls on PS3 oh, no. came out in 2009. What? Really? Yeah. I, I, I could be a little off in that, but I feel like it was like an 09 game. Um. Yeah, there's an 09 game. Jeez, what the fuck? Okay, so that one's not it. Jeez, uh, no, I did not. There's nothing I can think of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so my, I I feel like, you know, Last of Us was a real high for Sony, and I feel like there's some people at Sony, who are like, they're trying they're trying to kind of, uh, 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 remake the magic, you know. Yeah. We'll we'll see. Um, I just, and I yeah I don't know if it's gonna work. Um. Or, or it's possible that you know people saw how good the Last of Us Two looked, and they're like, "Man, how great would the original Last of Us look if it looked like this?" And it, and it technically should look even better. But I know is like, it it says here that sources are saying that uh, Naughty Dog took over uh, development after completing Last of Us Part Two. Okay. But if you're reading and you would have to do the, the motion capture and everything over again, I just don't see how can you do that in two years? Remake this whole well, game and do the capture. And not have anybody like like putting any kind of like anything on social media about it. Like no like clips of the people like in their you know, mocap suits, anything like that. Like there's been literally no talk of it. Yeah. So, so I, I, that is weird that you say that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen anything. That, that I, is such a shit of time to remake. It, it makes it makes me think that they're going to use all the original mocap from the game. That, that's yeah. That, that's what I think. Um, but I just, I just don't know. I'm not a game developer. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, to me, it sounds like they're going to have the same exact game, but they're just putting, like, a really good coat of paint over it. Yeah. Which which is more like, some people might say it's a remaster, um, but because, I mean, really, if you look at, you know, the, the original Mass Effect wasn't a remake in the uh, in the collection. It was a, it was a remaster, but they definitely put a, a good, you know, new coat of paint on it. Yeah. Um, but uh, and you know who knows maybe maybe this uh, remake has been going on already for a couple of years and uh, maybe you know maybe they already did the mocap you know maybe maybe well, they got I, I guess you could also say if Ben was working on this game what if they're working on it since 2019 yeah. and, and Naughty Dog just took it over and then scrap everything they just like are continuing or. You know, who knows? Uh, I mean, I'm sitting here saying I don't think this game needs re- or remade. However, inject it into my veins. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a giant Blastos fan, and I I will I will play that. 
Oh, absolutely. And I'm sure they'll come yeah. at a good price, like 40, 50 bucks. Like, I'll flip it. Oh, uh, no. I think I, this will be a full price $70 game from Sony. Mark my word. Yeah. I think, uh, I, think yes. I think it'd be really cool if there's some cut content from the original game that Naughty Dog puts in. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we'll see. I think if this is happening, we will find out in the summer. Right. It's happening or not. So, uh, wait for it. We're gonna get Last of Us NFTs. Shut your mouth. Let's go on to the next goddamn. Oh my god! You know, uh, just real quick, the past two days on Twitter have been just a a whole argument in the game industry over NFTs. All because of Mike Mike Shinoda talking. All because of Mike fucking Shinoda. The guy who just like no one I don't ever give a shit about apparently made me give a shit about because he just wants to talk about video games and NFTs. How he, he doesn't know anything about? No, How did Mike Shinona get into this conversation? I don't fucking know. He tweeted about it, but everyone in the world was like, "You're okay, dumb." Like, Mike I'm just gonna read you his tweet real quick. Okay. We're not gonna have a discussion about this because I feel okay. like I could talk about this for a long time. Um, I've read guess. stuff today that I never want to know about NFTs, <laughs> and I still don't. <laughs> it means. Um, Please well, don't let me just uh, let me just grab this guy's tweet. <laughs> go um, to it. Twitter's been deleted. Oh fuck! Yeah, that, that would be funny. Apparently, uh, someone bought a a uh, of a monkey uh, of like a monkey or an ape. No, an ape. And, uh, hey, hey Josh, that's what? all NFTs are. And that, are and that, uh, pictures. someone, someone had their ape picture stolen, and they paid thirty some thousand dollars on the ransom fee to get it back. Yeah, dude. The more you talk about it, the more it sounds ridiculously dumb. They're all about apes. Why do I want my profile picture to be an ape? Why wouldn't I want to be like a chimpanzee? Or why wouldn't I want to be like a porcupine yep. or a sick even a uh, uh, anything? ape NFT. Yeah. So happens when you just give people a lot of money and just tell so, them to do stuff. Uh, here is this tweet. Okay. okay. Quote. Ah, so here's something people aren't explaining. NFTs don't have to be JPEG. You're taking your favorite skin from Valorant and using it in Fortnite and not paying extra because you own it. Then using that same skin in COD, Minecraft, even Twitter, Instagram. So many possibilities, no? End quote. And there's been so many game developers today that have been like, Mike, you're you don't know what you're talking about. Like this isn't possible. Stop it. Like the amount of work, not even just like the development work, but the legal work for to be able to use stuff in the other games, taken from other games. Yeah, just, yeah, it doesn't not, make sense. Not only that, it's like, can you imagine someone in, uh, a developer for Call of Duty being told, hey, you need to you need to draw, you need to animate, you need to get this skin from Valorant to work in our game because some motherfucker out there has an NFT for this skin. Yes, and by the way, they're the owner, so we're not gonna get any money from you doing this. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just doesn't make sense. Um there's and look, Mike Chino is a smart guy, you know. Um he obviously doesn't under, understand some of the, the way the games industry works. Uh, and you know it's fine. People were educating him today, and he, to his credit, he wasn't just like, fuck all you people. He was actually listening and, and and talking with these with these developers, and he was learning as well. Um, so I think that's the kind of discourse that we need about all this. But let me just say this: fuck NFTs. Yeah, let's move on. Yes, we're moving on. Right. Um, 
And the last story from today, uh, Sony reveals the PSVR 2 specs and promises to take gaming to, quote, a whole new level, end quote. Okay, I'm excited to hear more about <laughs> yes. it. Um, so this was a surprise to me. I did not expect anything, because traditionally in the past, God, I'd probably say like decade and a half, two decades, Sony doesn't normally do stuff at CES anymore. Uh, so it was surprising to uh, to me that they're there to show off the, the PSVR. Um, they announced the first uh, first party PSVR game called Horizon Call of the Mountain. Uh, this is from Gorilla and Fire Sprite. Uh, so the PSVR 2 will feature 4K HDR, 110 degree field of view visuals, and foveted. I don't know what that means, don't ask. Uh, its OLED display will offer 2000 by 2040 resolution per eye and frame rates of 90 to 120 frames a second. Um, this is for when I, I've been seeing like people talk in the industry about this, and they're saying that, like, of all the headsets that have been announced, this is the most high tech one that has been announced. Uh, so that does make me happy that because when the PSVR first came out, it was not the best. You know, there was other stuff out that was already better than it. So for Sony to now be like, okay, what we're is for what's already out there, this is the best that's out there. Um, I don't know what that's going to mean for price. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see. I think it is very detrimental because the reason Oculus 2 is very popular right now is because it is only $300 and it is wireless. If Sony comes out at like a five hundred dollar price tag, I think that's not good. I um, think I think they're going to. I think it's gonna be five hundred for the headset, five hundred for the the console with with a disc drive. Yeah, I don't. I actually I actually think the PS4 is going to be four hundred dollars. Um, I think that's what okay. the that. Uh, the headset will include inside-out tracking via integrated cameras embedded in the headset, allowing games to track movements without the need for external cameras. That is awesome. You don't need a fucking camera on your TV anymore. Uh, it also has really cool. Uh, they will introduce 3D audio and headset feedback, uh, which it describes as a new century feature that amplifies the sensation of in-game actions from the player. Um, it's cool. Uh, I think it's also good that it's only one cord that connects to the uh, the PS5 uh, via the USB-C on the front of the console. Um well, see, I, I think one issue with this is uh, there already consoles out there. Um, the PS4 had 100 million and they, you know, 116, 117 million consoles and they sold 5 million PSVR units. If there's only, by the time this year, which is a bunch of people are speculating it will, by the end of this year, how many PS5s are going to be in houses? 20 million? I'd say, many, 20, I'd say 25, give or take. They can get that many out. I th- it would definitely yeah. be that high if they had that many. I don't know if they'll be able to produce that many. Um, psbr 2s can they possibly hope to sell? And what is their uh, target of saying, this is how many we want to sell to be comfortable with, uh, you know, putting... Um, well, I think I think you're releasing it so early in the generation... They're uh, they're really hoping that they can get sell a lot more than than the original PSVR throughout the generation. Sure, but 
the PSVR only launched three years into the PS4 generation, and I mean, this is launching two years into it. It's, I mean, it's only a year earlier. Um, I don't that much of a difference. Yeah. Well, um, I, I think hopefully they're going to have the software to push sales. Yeah, I, I think that's a big thing about. It. I think yeah, that's that's what they need. Yeah, Alex, does this interest you at all? It does down the road. This is totally something I want in the future. Uh, yeah. I get more space. Uh, I, I, I hope it was like the Oculus Quest. Uh, it's a little bit more mobile and easier to not have to use a giant amount of space like the other uh, PSVR and the other VRs that I know of. Um, I don't know enough about VR. I don't play any VR. I rarely touch so it. So I um, think that so. it's it's definitely going to help that the cameras are inside the unit um, because the problem with the PSVR is when you had the camera on your TV or entertainment stand in front of you, that camera is just looking at here's the square in front of the camera. This is the area you have to be in. But since the since the cameras are in the headset, then uh, Oculus Quest when you put it on, it like scans the area in front of you, so you can like play it anywhere. Doesn't matter where the fuck you are. You can be in your fucking bathroom. You can play. Um, uh, so this is going to be the same way. Obviously, you can't be in your bathroom playing this because you have to be unless I. I guess if you, if you want to plug your PS5 <laughs> in the bathroom, then I guess, yeah, you can play it in the bathroom. Uh, but since you're tethered to the console, you can't take it anywhere like you can the, the, the Quest. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah. All I know is I've, I've always wanted something that has something that's called foveated rendering. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that that's the plus of it because, like um, – on the original PSVR, uh, if you're not in that square, or if you're even like to the side of the square that it's like in front of the camera, it'll be like you need to recenter yourself. You, this, since the camera's in the headset, you you really shouldn't have to recenter. Um, it'll just go with you as long as you you know don't run into a wall or something. Uh, which, by the way, I saw a really funny video of a of someone this is obviously after christmas this family getting an oculus quest and the kids putting the headset on the mom and she's playing the oculus this woman is clearly way too old to be wearing a a vr headset um (laughs) (laughs) she's probably in her 50s or something and their her kids are trying to explain to her and she looks like a fucking zombie walking around wearing this thing and her her boy gets in front of her and she just cocks back and fucking punches this kid in the face it's like fucking oh, yeah, blocks this yeah, kid yeah, yeah. with the with the controller i'm just <laughs> like damn um <laughs> uh but yeah so i'm i'm looking i mean I, i'm saying i'm looking forward to this as a guy who has a quest and like hardly ever fucking plays it i keep telling yeah. myself i need to but i'm always so tired <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to grab something and throw it on my face. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But that's the end of stories. I uh, I I have I have one I have one quick story before we move on. Okay. Um. So uh so Alex, uh, have you ever wanted to put uh twelve weeks worth of full time work into a single game? Oh, uh, totally. Yeah, totally. totally. Uh, if that sounds good to you, then get Dying Light 2 and complete the game 100%, and it will take you around 500 hours. I mean, according, the, the big according, thing, according, according to Techland. Well, uh, 
so apparently the main quest line is like 50 hours and like that's still too fucking much i don't need to play your zombie game for yeah okay so, so techland today put out a new slide basically clarifying stuff because they're like hey we feel like we have to uh talk about this um so let me just tell you what their new slide says uh, so they said, uh, we want to clarify our recent communication about the amount of hours required to complete the game. Dying Light 2 Stay Human is designed for players with different gameplay styles and preferences to explore the world how they see fit. So they say, uh, hours needed to complete the main story, 20. Hours needed to finish the main story and all of the side quests, 80. Hours needed to max out the game with all the main and side quests, choices, and endings, checking every place on the map, every dialogue, and finding every collectible is 500 hours. So I think you'd be completing the game multiple times because there's more than one ending. Right. Okay. Uh, so it seems, like, hours yeah, it seems like 80 insane. hours, which is still a lot, but it's not... I, I, can, I can imagine seeing a fucking trophy uh, witness all endings in the game. God. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, no one's getting this platinum, uh, except 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 the three masochists who who are gonna put five hundred hours into the game. <laughs> yep. So it's not as bad as what uh, people originally thought. But yeah, let's uh just move on quick. We're gonna do a, a really quick, because I don't feel like this needs to be super long. No, uh, really. This is just a Halo Infinite spoiler cast. This does not need to be, uh, hey, uh, here is my experience in the open world. Here's something crazy that happened to me because that is not a story spoiler. Um, this is just a, a spoiler cast to talk about what we think of the story. Um, so, well, uh, you know, I'll to it. Uh, Halo just kind of starts off to me weird. Um, Got your, you get your ass kicked by, uh, it's Atrax, right? Is the one that, yeah, yeah. The beginning. and he tosses you off into space. He thinks you're dead. Um, blah, blah. Uh, you wake up in space and you're rescued by, um, what, the Echo? Pilot. Yeah, but it's Echo, like, 216 or whatever they're calling him. Yeah, I don't remember his call sign. Yeah, um, that's before we found out what his. By the way, does his name have a meaning at the end, or is it just a name? Because the I way they said know, it was I like, understand it as a name. yeah. So I I, I don't know. Um, well, well, yeah, because um uh the uh, the weapon said to him uh we, we never we never figure out your we never find out oh, your yeah, name. Oh yeah, I know. I th- that's what I'm saying. When he says what his name is. Is that supposed to ring a bell for us? No, no, it's not. It's just he—he he just revealed his name. It, it was, it, I guess, it was supposed to be like some big like, oh, that's what his name is. But I think it was more people were more like, oh, okay, that's what his name is, whatever. Yeah, I didn't know if it was like the last name was like, oh, he's related to so and so from Halo, like. I expected that, but I've never heard anybody talk about it. So I, I mean, it, that and there hasn't really been. Uh, any any major like Hispanic uh, characters in Halo that would make me think, oh, he's related to that person. Yeah. Uh, um. One thing that I I noticed. Um. I actually want to look this up because I think that uh, Halo Infinite Pilot Resector. I think that the guy that does his voice is the same one that does Octane in Apex. Um, 
and he's a dude with like no legs on Apex. Um, Alex, what do you think of the weapon? Uh, I liked her. I think she was whimsical and fun. Uh, and then as the story got on, she kind of got more and more like, hesitant at Chief. And then you kind of see her trying to earn the trust back. And uh, I kind of I really like the development of the character. I like her relationship with Chief now, and I like where we can see her in the future. Um, I think it's a nice uh, pickup from Cortana. I think it's a nice feature. AI to keep around and have in your games. Um, yeah, I, I think she'll be, uh, I think she's going to be really fun to have uh, with us. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's safe to say that Cortana uh, as a character is finally, is finally dead. Um, that doesn't mean that in future Halo games we won't get audio from her. And obviously, it's this, it's the same person voicing the weapon. As I was gonna say, yeah, it's the same voice actor. But what sure. I mean is that doesn't mean we won't get dialogue voiced by the original, you know, Cortana at some point. Mm-hmm. But do uh, do you guys think the weapon will name herself Cortana? I'm gonna go with no. I'm gonna say she's gonna pick something else because I think uh, I think that was a good thing for Chief to let her pick her own name. Uh, I say yes, but it's okay. <laughs> I I say yes, but they're gonna call her Cortana too. Oh, okay. Now, uh, but no, answer, but I, no, I don't yeah. think that the chill name herself Cortana. Real answer: I do think she would be called Cortana. Okay. Okay. Um, I I didn't like how they ha- handled in a way that the, okay. So when Halo Five ended. Cortana was raging and was basically being like, all humans, you decide with me, or if you don't, you're going to get fucked up. Yeah. And as you learn from, uh, basically through story bits from, from uh, Master Chief and you learn from audio logs, is in six months between Halo 5 and Infinite, uh, she basically destroyed the uh, Spartan training facility. Um, and she uh, basically destroyed a whole city, killed a bunch of people. But I didn't like how that's how we learned that. I, f- I almost feel like it's like if you went from playing Halo 5 and then there was a game in between and you just went to Infinite and you missed well, the that's, whole game. Yeah, that's that's how I felt as well. And then there's so many things to where, uh, to where I was like, man, I, I really feel like I'm missing something in translation here. Um it's and, almost like I I would say it's almost like uh, you're watching season three of a show. You watched season one, but you didn't watch season two. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of when you see Cortana at the end, and she's the Echo, or whatever. I didn't like how it was so convenient for her to be like, Chief. I was wrong. I made a mistake. It's like okay, but your mistake killed a shit ton of people well not only that she uh she destroyed an entire planet she just she destroyed yeah, the exactly homeworld. yeah and but all we get is we went from seeing cortana and cortana being like you know i this is a warning to everyone and then we just went to cortana being like i'm sorry i made a mistake and it's like okay but we didn't we didn't get the we don't we didn't really get to see that mistake so we yeah. Thing, except from I mean, Master Chief being like, yeah, she killed a bunch of people. I mean, if you think about it, you know, the whole redemption thing is kind of like Star Wars to Vader at, at the end of six was like, 
hey, I'm sorry, I'm good now. And Luke's like, okay, cool. But ever but everyone else is like, no, that's that's not cool. Like he's he's not good. Yeah. Um huh, sorry. I always think that it was just that um when they were writing this game, like maybe someone came to them like Microsoft or someone and were like, Listen, we don't like what you did with Cortana. Fix it. And so they were just like, Okay, uh We'll make Cortana good again. We'll just we'll we'll make it to where because I'm just wondering what was it that because she goes and kills all these people and then she goes to Zeta Halo to to, to try and do something. Um Atriox gets there before John and somewhere within there is what changes Cortana. They don't really ever say what's the what's the catalyst to make Cortana change her mind, right? And I think that's where I was I was kind of getting lost. I I mean Cortana was like, I realized what made you and I special together, whatever it was that we were meant to be a team. But like, why did what was the catalyst? Because back when John was trying to stop you in Hill Five, you didn't realize it. You went and did all these bad things. You didn't realize it. So what was it that made her realize that? So I I think it might be one of those things where we won't we might not really get really get an answer until uh more Halo story whether that's uh Halo Infinite DLC or uh Halo's uh uh Halo Seven you know um I I think it could be uh so you know um there's uh you keep hearing that there's something there's something trapped on on the Halo. Uh, now you don't really know if it's trapped on the halo or the halo is like a portal for something to come back, but these things are called the endless. Um, there, you, you don't get to see them in the game. Um, as to what they are, some people think that the, the final boss battle, that, that one, that one thing, uh, female, the harbinger, some people think that she may have been an endless, but to me, she looked like a forerunner. Um, now I I don't I don't really know I I have speculation on what the endless are and um because I I've read you know several Halo books uh, you know especially ones that um, are about forerunners and these books take place around around a hundred thousand years uh, before uh the for the first Halo and so what is your so best? my best guess is that there's their race of beings called the precursors. And the precursors were a race of beings that were at war with the forerunners, and the forerunners defeated them, and then basically cast them away. It didn't say how they cast them away. And then after the flood, the flood were an an, uh, an, an extra galactic in uh, like uh, like species. They came in on the asteroid from outside of the galaxy, and the precursors found out, the remaining precursors found out about that. And they and they they tried to use the flood against the humans and uh or no they tried to use the flood against uh, the forerunners, and then the flood ended up uh t- getting control of them, and so Grave Mind, Grave Mind was a precursor. He uh, he he was a flood infected precursor. Huh. Um, but he was like the like the very last of his kind. Uh, but some you know I'm. 
some people in online who are like into Halo lore and you know, I'll be reading about it a lot. You know, some people think that the endless could be lip precursors and that they are coming back to get revenge on, um, on, you know, on forerunners, which obviously the forerunners are gone, but who else, you know, they can, you know, fight whoever, I don't know, but, um, and then, so, um, Andrew, you talked about uh, Cortana having her, you know, her redemption, whether or not it was uh, really earned or not. Uh, so, uh, one 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 of the other main guys dogging you throughout the game is Eshiram. He's one of the, he's like the head brute. He was like a, was he was he Atriox's second in command, or was Atriox Eshiram? No, I second think command? he was above Atriox. Okay, so he, I believe, I think it was implied that Atriox was Eshiram's second in command. And so Eshram is dogging you, you know, like now I really like some of the sequences, some of the holographic sequences they did. I, I really like some of his speeches. Yeah, I, I like those too, good. yeah. Um, so at, at the end of the game, you have a boss battle against him, which I actually found quite frustrating. I, I died several times in this uh, on uh, on normal. That was and the one where uh, um, Echo... your, your pilot, yeah, your pilot was trapped and you had to, yeah, you yeah. Had to release him while you're fighting this guy. Yeah. Um, so you, you end up killing him and then after that, you, you pretty much have to catch up to Harbinger and then the final boss battle against, Har- against Harbinger, I thought was also really challenging at certain points. It took, it took me several, several tries to do that. And so after you defeat Harbinger, um, the place starts collapsing and a light shows up and chief wasn't sure if he should go through the light and, uh, oh wait, um, no. The weapon wasn't sure if Chief should go through the light, and Chief was like, "Pretty much whatever. What what other fucking option we got, lady?" And so they go through this light, and then uh, they come out on the surface of the Halo, and they find out that they went through this light, and several days have passed. Three days. Um, three days. And so it implies some kind of time travel that chief at at that at least at that point it was not in control of um so i you know i think i think that's pretty interesting um yeah so, but i agree but you say it's interesting and but you think it's a big part i don't feel like they made a big point out of that and i don't think it's gonna be a part of the story afterwards i think it was just like they came out and the weapon was just like Hey, we were gone for three days, and I think that's I yeah. think that's the last we're ever gonna hear about that. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll we'll see. So I'm, I I have I have several you know I have several lingering questions after the after the end of the game. Alex, uh, anything else you want to add before I get to my final thoughts? No, uh, I don't have a lot of like. I'm actually just looking on the Halo like the Halopedia, just trying to learn more about this stuff because I think I should start reading some more of these books again. I've read a lot of these books years ago. But it's been so long I don't remember them. But uh, looking at these precursors looks pretty dope. And now we need to learn yeah. more about these guys. Uh, I am a, I'm a huge sucker for like, ooh, there's something laying underneath. Uh, I'm a huge sucker for stuff like that. Like the flood really is pretty dope. I like old, ancient, weird shit. So like the way I think they're going with all that, I, I hope uh, kind of pays off. <clears throat> but uh, that's really all I got. <laughs> Andrew, you got any final, any final thoughts in the game? No, I just think that so um... – <laughs> Who was the the brute that you killed at the end? Uh, his name was was that Eshram? Eshram, no, Eshram. Yeah, Eshram. But did you ever kill Atriox though? 
No, and so by, yeah, uh, and so well, uh, I'm I'm gonna get to that. Okay, so but, okay, so then maybe so, I was wrong so whoever you didn't kill was the one that was in charge. Yeah, so we didn't kill. Okay, uh, so then, yeah, okay. Um, and then so it's implied throughout the game that Atriox is dead, but you don't you don't really no one ever says how. It's just in the in the six months between when Master Chief was uh, drifting in space. Somehow Atriox died, and then Eshiram is in control. Uh, whether or not who was in charge originally, because there's a point in the game to where Eshiram said, of, "When you first come out into the open world, you you came out from that the brute stronghold. Wasn't that Atriox's stronghold? May, maybe, so wasn't but wasn't that Atriox that you killed? No. So, um. So I remember at some point, Eshiram would mention that Atriox is like that. Uh, that Atriox was like his 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 best soldier. So that so that implied to me that Atriox was his like second in command or something. But uh, Andrew Atriox was the brute that Cortana kept talking to in in the flashbacks. Okay. So anyway, um, they keep implying that Atriox is dead. But then at the very uh, so the after credit scene of Halo, it shows a brute walking through a forerunner structure, and and he gets to a uh, a little um, uh, like console, forerunner console. He activates it, a door opens, and then you see a bunch of those like forerunner, like the, you know it almost looks like someone strapped a carbonite from Star Wars. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, you see a bunch of lows, and it looks like he's going to activate these. So, a lot of people are speculating that Atriox is not dead. That somehow he utilized the light that Master Chief saw, and he went back in time. He went back in time to a time when the Forerunners were still alive, and he is activating those uh, whatever you know, carbonite slabs, for lack of a, a better term. And he is gonna meet and converse with real life, you know, forerunners. And he's gonna converse and, and say, "Hey, those fucking humans that you guys beat down are back in my time, and their their creation destroyed my planet, and they're and they're gonna destroy other things as well. And I need your help." Um, so I, I think, I think that's, I think that's a possibility. So it um, says here in the Halopedia, it says, believed to have died during the installation 07 conflict, Atriox later resurfaced and discovered the end, the endless cyclixes in 2560. All right. Well then maybe, you know, cause it was this pure speculation I was reading about him going back in time. So, so maybe that wasn't, um, uh, maybe it wasn't him going to meet forerunners, but uh, maybe those are maybe those are the endless set that he sees. Um, yeah, because it says that a a cyclix in the the Halo lore is a genetic repository used by forerunners to store and set and catalog indexed specimens. Hmm. Um, um, and then so during the final boss battle. Harbinger is trying to contact and release Endless. 
and at some point the weapon goes uh whatever she's trying to reach is uh is organic and they are talking back um and so i you know i'm very curious as to see what the endless are um and then my other biggest question is where are all of the spartans and where's captain lasky and everyone else are all of them really dead yeah or Spartan all- lock are are all are all of them really dead, or did did they find a way to hide somewhere? Did uh, did they utilize white light, and did they and did they go into the future? Um, yeah, is Lock on a desert planet hiding right now? Yeah. So, um, so there there was a there's a scene in uh, in the code of the game. So there was supposed to be a mid credit a mid credit scene, and uh, and it was going to be Master Chief. Uh, in the pilot, in the weapon, and they're uh, in the pelican, and this will be uh, you know after the end of the game, but before the A track scene, and it was going to be the console started beeping, and then the pilot was going to go, uh, Chief, we have an incoming transmission, and you're not going to believe who it is, and then and then that and then that was going to be it. So wow. people are speculating: is it is it people from the uh, the Infinity? Or uh, some people are going. We want we want the arbiter back. Is it the arbiter? Um, is it you know? I mean, is it another Spartan? So I'm I'm you know I'm I'm definitely looking forward to to you know the future because I of Halo because I I do not think that everyone from the Infinity is dead. That would be such a lame way to kill off all those characters. I just say, oh, they landed, they fought, and they all died. Yeah, right. So I, I'm reading here that the uh, whoever the, the final boss was, uh, their name was uh, Zalanin, uh, and she was uh, from the Silent Auditorium, and she was in one of those uh, eclipses. Hmm. And it says here, uh, in 2560, the banished, the banished forces under the leadership of its war chief, Eshram, arrived at Installation 07. The banished ex- ex- excavated I... foreigner subterranean structures, eventually coming across the cyclics that contained the Zalanin, known as the Harbinger. The Harbinger was, was released. Cyclics by forcing a human prisoner of war, Lucas Browning, to interface with her cyclics. Upon her release, the Harbinger allied with Eshram. She promised to help Eshram return the ring to its operational status, while Eshram would help her release her fellow Zalanin from the Silent Auditorium. Uh, the Banished excavated the conservatory, allowing the Harbinger to gain access to its uh, interior and kill Despondent Pyre, stealing data from uh, her at the same time. Ultimately, Master Chief killed her, blah, blah, blah. Elsewhere on a ring, Cyclixes of other Zalanin, uh, though with a different appearance compared to that of Harbinger, were found by Atriox. Hmm. So I think that's what we saw at the end, was Atriox finding those other Cyclixes. But are they are they endless? Is that is that their species name, Zalanin? Or... That's what it sounded like to me. Uh, yeah, because when I click on when I click on Endless, it takes me to the Zalanin page. It says the Zalanin, also known as the Endless, was an advanced 
imprisoned by the foreigners on Installation 07. Um, on a on by 97,368 BCE due to their abilities to survive the effects of the Halo Array. Hmm. Um, so yeah, so uh, she was a Endless. So it said that they're immune to the effects of the Halo when they fired? Yeah. It, well, I don't know. It says their ability to, to survive, so I don't know if they're immune to it, but they were able to survive it. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, huh. I I would be super interested to see the flood come back at some point, but oh, I yeah. uh, a part of me really think the flood is eradicated though, and it it wouldn't necessarily make sense to bring them back in any capacity. Oh, um, yeah. I will say though, I'm glad to be done at least for right now with the Prometheans. I did oh, not find them. I didn't find them to be enjoyable <laughs> enemies to fight in uh, in any of the Halo games. So I'm pretty sure that in 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 Halo Infinite, those flying creatures that you saw were Prometheans. You shot and killed them; they disintegrated like the Prometheans did. Yeah, yeah, they could have been. Yeah, so I think those were the only Promethean type enemies in the game. So, uh, is there anything else story-wise? I mean, I feel like when you're doing the main missions, everything was just in trying to like find out what happened to Cortana, um, and I... eventually hearing more about it, but. So I'll, I'll say, you know, when it comes to the weapon and Master Chief uh, interacting with each other, I, I found their interactions really, uh, really endearing. Um, yeah. At one point in the early on in the game, uh, you, you defeat this boss. I don't remember the boss's name, but uh, when you when you defeat him, the weapon's like, uh, they called him so-and-so, and Master Chief is like, not anymore. And she's like, that was almost funny. Yeah. Um, and um. it's... I, I really like you know like the like the deadpan humor because Master Chief is all stoic and he's not trying to be funny, but by not trying to be funny, he's funny. I thought they really did it well when when he was going to delete her and when she found out and she stopped it and she went with the like how how could you you're gonna delete me we're a team, but then when she found out that she was a basically a remake of or of cortana and when she found out what cortana did she was basically be like no delete me you like i i will not end up like her you need to just fucking get rid of me and i thought that they, and, that was really well acted and the chief is like okay delete yeah <laughs> control <laughs> delete bye <laughs> you made it easy <laughs> um but also i thought it was really well done uh when when you're hearing echoes of Cortana or whatever, and when you go into a place and when the weapon asks Master Chief, like, hey, are you okay? Is it all right that we're here? And Master Chief was like, no. Like, I'm not okay. Like, I don't want to... And it was, like, the first time that you actually heard John, like, actually being real. Yeah. Um, and um, I, thought, I thought that was so, really well done also. There's... I At one point, when you heard, like, you know, Cortana's uh, whispering and stuff... I thought what they were going to do is they're going to reveal that the weapon is uh, is Cortana reprogrammed and the weapon was actually whispering to you and Master Chief was trying to pretend that he didn't that he didn't uh, he didn't hear it. Oh, that was that would have been freaky. Um, I'll tell you what, though, 
I want some ASMR with the voice actress that does Cortana <laughs> because I'm just like hearing those whispers. And I'm like, hey, this doesn't sound half bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't feel like there's much more to the story. I mean, we, we uh, found out the pilot's last name, um, which was something Esparza. Yeah. Um, you know, one, one other thing I'll say is that, you know, one thing that Halo doesn't do a good job, in my opinion, of is explaining why uh, why certain weapons in the past Halo game just are not in this game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. like where's where's the Spartan laser? Where's the um, uh, where's you know, where's the brute? Um, uh, what's uh, what was that brute weapon in Halo 3 you could wield? Um, yeah, I think the molar. Yeah, what what happened to the Covenant uh, just energy like the plasma it, rifle? Is, yeah, it was just called a plasma rifle, and now and now it just it just shoots it and bursts and it sucks. It's yeah, awful. It, 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 I think I think that's got to be the worst new. Well, actually, that and then the the, dis, the disruptor are just awful. No, I'm yeah. sorry, the Ravager is awful. I hate the Ravager. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I, I, I guess if you uh, if you use it in the correct setting, but yeah, the Ravager sucks. I I feel like they did they did a really good job with some of the weapons, but they did a really poor job with some of the with some of the other weapons. Oh for sure. For sure. Yeah. How uh, did you guys uh find everything in the the, op- the open world? Found everything like, in the audio um, so Josh, real quick, Josh, you had said that there were six extra Spartan cores. There is not. There is no. exactly enough to unlock everything. Yes, I have. I have. I had got all of them. Yep, there's just enough. Then yeah, what, so no, I'm not sure what you were talking about. Uh, no, be, no, because I got the achievement for unlocking all everything uh, all with Spartan cores, and then I have six extra. Okay, well, I just got the achievement for unlocking all the Spartan cores, and I had exactly enough to unlock everything. Yeah, so I, I, I have zero. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure if they like gave the achievement to you early. Um, uh, no, dude, I will. I will get on Halo, and I will take a screenshot of my screen with all the cores unlocked, and I have six more. So okay, weird. I don't. I don't know where you got that then, because I was like. I was down to I needed one more to upgrade my last spot on my last uh, uh, power thing, and I was going over the map, being like, "Where the fuck is this thing?" And I like had to pull up a map online, to, like, and I had to like go and like I did that uh, for a couple of the last ones. Correlate, like, be like, "Okay, I got that one. I got that one. I got that one." And I finally found one. I was like, "Oh, I don't have that one yet. I can finally get the achievement for getting." Uh, for upgrading all the all the the powers, and then I I went and picked it up, and then it was like there's six more of these things somewhere, and I don't know where they are. But as soon as I picked it up, I got the achievement for finding all the Spartan cores. Dude, there's a uh, there's an armor location, uh, armor locker that was super far down. Yes, yes, that one, yep. I had to look that one up also. Yeah, yeah. Yep. there was one that was in it was like in between kind of cracks and stuff. Yeah, in between, like in between, like um. Yep. Uh, yeah, I wish they, uh, I wish that on the map they had a better, they did a better job of allowing you to be like, okay, I only want to see, uh, Spartan cores. I only want to right. see, uh, you know, whatever. I wish they allowed you to take like certain 
like icons off the screen. Um, and I found I used a guide for a couple of them, but I found seven skulls of the twelve. I found one skull on it, yeah. and that was only because it randomly just popped up on my. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. If you go buy it on the map, it'll like pop up on the, the map. Yeah, and that was just complete accident. They don't all count. Yeah, but yep, I got everything except the audio logs and the skulls and the prop man dollars right out of the middle. Yeah. Yep. So, my game of the year, love it. I, love, I, I, I can't wait until. There's more stuff to play in it. Yeah. Um, apparently, I heard this on Game Scoop because uh, I think it was Sam on the on the show. He did everything in the game. One hundred, like, found everything, all the collectibles, all the audio logs, everything. Okay. And after after you beat the final boss, when it brings you back out in the open world, uh, like, uh, I think the weapons, like, what are we gonna do now? And then, uh, Mass Chief is like, uh. Just like I said, we're gonna finish the fight or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and they make it seem like there's more to do, but there's not. There's nothing else cool. to do. It's you just go well, back yeah. in the world in case there's stuff that you need to find that you didn't well, find yeah. before. Did, did you, um, well, yeah. Why would they? Why would they just add a different dialogue? Well, they're saying that it's just weird. That, like if you did everything, then there is nothing else to do. So why would they say like you know? Um, I don't know. Yeah. But, but, I get it. Yeah. Yep, it's a great game. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's uh I think that's that's it for that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, that's so I'm gonna go I'm because I'm, 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 I'm hungry. Currently making my lunch tomorrow. So. Yeah. All right, but this was so. fun. We will talk uh again here pretty soon. Yeah. All yeah, right. talk later. All right. Good night, sweet princess. All right, later. Good night.